the Elon and STEM cannabinoid delivery system by E1011 Labs is an easy to use self-contained hemp flower vaporizer system designed to be the most convenient way to get all the benefits of hemp. The Elon is a self-cleaning low temperature heating device designed for optimal cannabinoid intake. Pre-filled hemp stems are inserted into the Elon for the perfect dose of CBD wherever you go. Stems are packed with 0.25 grams of all-natural, sun-grown ground hemp sourced from U.S. farms for its high CBD content. Each stem is crafted with a proprietary blend of premium CBD flour designed for overall wellness, focus, and rest. And of course, stems are tested by independent, third-party licensed labs for potency, terpenes, pesticides, heavy metals, and toxins to ensure the quality of each blend. Simply scan the QR code on the packaging for instant access to the relevant COA. Learn more about the innovative Elon vaporizer and hemp stem system at e1011labs.com. Stoners, you are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That is me. I am the Stoner Mom, but you can call me Catherine. And I am joined, as always, by my wonderful husband, David. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, and talk all about cannabis, our lives, the world, and so much more. So much more. more Hi, everyone. More. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. We're so happy to be here today. How are you today? I'm feeling good drinking this drink and smoking this Mary. Well, if we're going to start doing things like that, then oh. we're not, we need to go over to Libation Corner. Okay, I'm sorry. So let's go to Libation Excuse Corner, me. y'all. I apologize. Okay, here we are in Libation Corner. Is it okay to talk about it? it now it's okay. <laughs> and go. You can talk about it. Now. Here we are. Um, I have a coffee. It is a pumpkin. Are you still nursing that thing? Yes. Gee it's a whiz. Pumpkin cream cold brew. I highly recommend it. It's the fall drink. It's very good. I had one as well. I'm also drinking a sea breeze mm. with my own homemade by my husband. Vodka. Oh yeah, pineapple infused vodka. Pineapple it is homemade. You're right. Podka. Uh, it's podka. <laughs> anyway, then this is a podcast. On the. <laughs> And we're drinking podka. Then on this side of me, I have a little, my little coffee mug bubbler, which has become my daily. It's a good one. Independent girl piece. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Grab Labs coffee mug. It's so cute. It's a good piece. Um, And I don't know what I'm smoking. Do you? You are smoking a blend of Sour Pez and Skywalker OG. Oh, wow. But now it has more Sour Pez than Skywalker OG in it because I like Sour Pez. Dang it. Well, there you go. That's what I've spoken. Makes me feel good. And I also have my Stunden Glass um, Gravity Bong. And I've got my G Pen Connect in it. So I You have- love doing it that way. You were so resistant for so long. But it's, now. It's true. But now I'm doing it. So. And it really, I feel like, and I don't know because I don't do dabs really, but. Do you think you that don't, huh? it does it stretch out your 
Like, do you get the most out of your dab, like per dab? I definitely feel like it is a... So when you use it with flour, it eats through your flour so fast. But when you use it with your dabs, with your concentrates, I mean, um, I feel like you get a lot of rotations and a lot of the vapor. I feel like that's true too. Um, and then when you kind of when you pair that with the connect, which is you know kind of made to go in there, I guess. Um, I mean, it just fits in there perfectly. You can just you can either hold the button and keep heating. You can reheat it. Sometimes though, I'll just like rotate the stand in and I won't press the button to reheat it. Mm-hmm. And the device is still hot, you know, mm-hmm. and so. It'll still be like I'm pulling on it and it'll create a whole bunch of more vapor. It's hmm. awesome. So I love it for that. But I feel like I have to get my timing right, which is not my strong suit with the student. In, you know? Man, you love this thing, huh? I get a lot of use out of it. Well, you sure do. Since right? school has, what, the student? It's impressive that you use it as much as you do, I guess. Well, know. I wasn't, I haven't been using it as much as I was when I first got it. No, I know, but you still use it. You know what I mean? Well, I use it like um, definitely on the weekends. I try to use it. It doesn't look like your connect is going, is it? Yeah. Oh, I guess it is. See that? Okay, so. So I'm doing one of these. There she goes. Um, While you are doing that, I am. I have this bong that we busted out, the Vti modular bong, and this has like a big base and then a shower head and a little piece. I like this piece a lot. And I'm smoking the same stuff you are. And then I'm drinking a uh, ginger beer and uh, Elijah Craig small batch bourbon, which is my new Weller bourbon, I guess, since Weller just doesn't exist anymore. You can't get it anywhere. It's impossible, even though this is the time they release all that kind of stuff. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. It's okay, baby. How's that treating you? Look at this. Look, it's so cold. So, so see, it's still going. You're on, like, what, the fourth rotation now? Third or fourth? Still getting vapor out of that one dab. That's amazing. I just feel you wouldn't and get I that. And I haven't hit the button again. Dang. You're asking me about the G Pen Connect color. Yeah. Does it come in another color? It comes in blue, right? What kind of what color blue is it? I don't know. It's something like cookies. I don't know what it is. Oh, <laughs> I honestly okay. haven't looked. I'm All right, sorry. Well, whatever then. But it's not like a navy blue. It's like a bright blue. It's bright blue, and I think it's kind of almost shimmery. It's pretty, oh, almost metallic cool. or whatever. We're going to get that, actually, any day now. You're kidding No, me. that's coming in for the gift guide. From who? From G-Pin. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, and they were like, sure, here you go. <gasps> so. Oh, my God. I'm I love them. Okay, well, that's what we were even going to talk about later, so that's cool. Yeah, that'll be a nice, exciting tie-in. So, okay. other than that, I already kind of covered what I'm using. Um, normally, we would talk about now any kind of records or anything that we're getting, but we don't have any new records. The last one was that Gorilla's record. Oh, yeah. I will say, though, that Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Is that what it is, right? That's right. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Um, the Smashing Pumpkins album, which I did order over a month ago now. Like, I keep getting updates. Like, like I think we talked about in the last episode, you got to go to your record store or an online record retailer and be like, I want this and I'll be on back order. That's cool. And they will fight for you to get that record. And that's where we're right now. This guy's giving me like updates by the day now. Like, <laughs> wow. Any day now. I know we're past the day we say it would be, but it's coming, man. I can feel it. I've talked to the people, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that's coming. Well, there are there any records you think you might want? There is another secret record that I ordered the other day without your knowledge. It is an Ace, the new Aesop Rock album this. came out. It's called like your, fuck, no, I don't, don't know. 
it's something about like a wilderness guide and i really like the artwork on it you you know i can't even describe it it's amazing looking and i'll show it to you later but um the record itself is like on one side it's like a it's like a rainbow bullseye like so it's different rings of colors going on on the other side it's like red and uh, it comes with all this cool shit. And it was only $25. So Dang. I got it. And it's a pre-order. I'm not going to get it to November. But uh, and only one song has come out on the uh, album that just was released. And I watched the video and it was really cool. So I like where he's going. He went through a weird phase where he was doing gross album artwork. And I didn't like it. It's like that melty face. He always partners up with graphic designer people. Right. And I didn't like this phase. I mean, since Skeleton, I think it was the name of that. I didn't like anything after that. But now this is he's coming back, man. He got me again. And I love this guy. So I ordered that for a pre-release. Well, that is very exciting. In November, I guess. Yeah, in November. So I guess we got to wait till then. There's rumors of um, a Lana Del Rey record coming out. Yeah. This month, supposedly, mm-hmm. that she's been known to lie openly mm-hmm. <laughs> about these things. Uh, sorry, sis, that's just facts. So, tell you what, though, Lana, the thing, what we now are record player owners, so we're looking for those heart shaped records and shit. Yeah, so Lana Del Rey is the only artist where we have every thing that she has. We do, don't we? Well, we, we even... have, no, we have every album. Yeah, I, I don't mean all the stuff that you can get, but we have every album. And is that right? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is a close second. We don't really ha- we need one of his. So I think. yeah, so this time around we have a record player, and I realized that her records can be really cute sometimes. Yeah. So. And we're fans of that. That's why I'm sort of keeping my eye out and checking my fan pages every day to make sure because i'm my job is to jump on it and order it if there's like a cute one even a single well i would love that we don't have any singles we need a single in our we want the wop single it's bright pink i know we gotta get that shit man that's what i want for christmas i can't give you that in front of you i know but there's been presents i've given you that i can't give you in front of kids okay so i call it (laughs) xxx and i wait i just wait for a night when we don't have kids around and like yes what are you gonna get here naughty gifts mm-hmm. and oftentimes there's like weed shit involved mm-hmm. yeah, and, and maybe it's a WAP record maybe that would be nice I would be into that <laughs> damn I would really be happy made me happy did you like that how yeah. we talked about that so don't forget about that <laughs> okay all right, so I guess that's Libation Corner. That's what we're Oh, debating. wait. If we're talking about Christmas, I don't know where to insert this, but I'm going to do it right okay, here. Okay, what? So you asked me, for whatever reason, the kids and you have been asking me a lot, like, what I want for Christmas, and I keep going, nothing. Like, blue t-shirts and black t-shirts or whatever. But I thought of something, and I don't know if this is, is it offensive or, like, Let's too too expensive. There is a, um, a podcast mixing board that I really want. And oh. it's like, I don't know how much it costs. I think it's like $200 or something. Oh. Oh. So I don't know. Is that too expensive? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to just, I'm going to give you, you all the information. Wire. You tell me. I'm going to give you all the information and you tell me if it's cool or not. <laughs> That's all I want. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. I love you too. Oh, Uh-oh. Max wants to go. Max punching the glass door. All right. Bye. bye.
listener letter time. Yeah, hey. it is. Send in your letters too. Mom and Dad are stoned at gmail.com. We need your letters. So desperately. If we don't have letters, we're not going to have a segment of the show. No, we're not. Share your Whoa. cannabis story. Ask. <laughs> I'm a little drunk and high, guys. Sorry. Share your cannabis story. Ask your stoner questions or request some good old fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner. We will field your questions on cannabis, growing, CBD, relationships, parenting, anything, coffee, whatever. We will anything. look up those answers. Stoned. Again, that's mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. Today's letter is awesome and it says, Hello, Madaz. Is there a way to become a zero waste u- cannabis user? Is there some zero waste products you would recommend? Have you and your family ever thought about going zero waste? Thanks so much in advance. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for sending in a wonderful question. We really appreciate Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. So um, about zero waste in general, I mean, to me, that's very specific and indicates that you are producing zero waste. And that's there's for I feel like the average suburban family. That's quite an achievement. We're a family of six. I like to think of it more in terms of like reducing waste as much as possible. Yeah, it's impossible for us to be zero waste. Well, it's possible. Anything is possible. But it's true. But at this stage in our lives, I I do think it's impossible. Yeah, you remember that weird show we watched on HBO that one time where like the houses and they had like a plant house where they lived in a greenhouse and their poop went into feeding the plants and stuff. That those people are those people are zero waste. You know what I mean? Yeah, or as close as you can be. Um, anyway, focusing on like the most important things, which are like reusing, well, one, not like constantly consuming and bringing stuff in in the first place and then reusing stuff as much as possible, buying things for life as much as possible. And then finally, obviously recycling every chance that you get. Um, and I tell you, when you have kids of the next generation, it's much more a part of your life because they kind of learn it in school and sort of they do it so there were up until recently my youngest was in the green team at her school and so that was when i got very it was for the like i guess most past two years that was when i got really like into like i'm gonna figure out what we can actually recycle and that is the tip i will say is like Figure out, instead of just kind of guessing, figure out what your local area actually does recycle. Because then when you realize, learn what they don't recycle, you can find like alternate places to take them or alternate programs where you can send those things in. So as far as our family, it's definitely something I'm always going to try to uh, aspire to. Um, And I think when we have less kids in the house, it'll be easier when it's just David and me. We're not like pushing out so much waste constantly yeah so this was like a thing that was on my mind quite heavily and like my pinterest i would spend a lot of time um saving things and i would even like entertain thoughts of like blog posts about it because i had found different things like recycling programs for like my single use contacts and stuff and um we switched to uh like a shampoo bar for a while all the time i need a new one of those by the way it's coming because it's on amazon subscribe okay but um (laughs) which is not eco-friendly but (laughs) um i ended up not but now I, I, anyway, I learned all about like the colored um, shampoo bottles and stuff. You know, they're really not recyclable in a lot of places. And so all of that was interesting to me. So um, then coronavirus happened and it became like 
stock up, stock up, stock up and like stock up on like every cleaning product and like that you can, you know, and like all of those things kind of like went out the window Yeah. because it's like, you've got to like disinfect stuff and like you got to use those single use wipes. I hoard those things. I mean, I haven't found any in months and since March, um, but I still have some. Yeah, you do. Anyway, so that was kind of the end of that. But now this question, you know, got me thinking about it again. So thank you. Anyway, about cannabis and st- stuff, the cannabis industry, there it is no secret in the commercial world of cannabis. Um, there is a ton of packaging and a ton of waste. One of the first things you realize when you are regularly going to a dispensary is just how much... Um, Packaging. Packaging you accumulate. So like every pre-roll, every little bit of weed you get in a plastic container, every concentrate jar, there's edibles like wrapped in all sorts of like heavy, like printed packaging. You don't even know if it's recyclable and stuff. Um, you start bringing your jars back to the dispensary back in the day. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, but, but I think it is. Cause it's not. No, 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 no. Were you bringing like a well, bag? No. Oh, I mean, recycle your back jars. Your jars. Oh, recycling no, yeah, jars. yeah, you're right. Yeah, they do do that. Um, so it's definitely something that's always been like when I first got really uh, learned about like cartridges and, and using those. That's like the first thing you think about is like, well, what do you do with these pens? You just throw them away, I guess, you know, and that goes yeah. for anything. CBD, um, you know, e-cigarettes and stuff that are like nicotine stuff. Like you can't just throw those things away like that if there's like residual like nicotine that like bleeds into the earth and stuff so anyway it's definitely something to be conscious conscious of and aware of when you are making your purchases everybody has a different level of of comfort and need and what their priorities are and um i wanted to talk about happy flower company because we have personal experience you know we have we have a commercial brand um, where we sell hemp and we sell pre-rolls. And for a while, we were, we were using single plastic tubes. Oh, my God. It made my stomach hurt using those, too. For pre-roll sales. And it seemed okay for a while. But then once we started getting customers that would order, like, say, 20 at a yeah. time, it was like, this is not, we don't feel good about this Mm-mm. at all. So it, we had to, you know, totally rethink our packaging. We did, um, like, look at hemp plastic packaging and it's very cool um it's expensive we ended up using what we have now which are like it's like craft paper, craft paper uh, it's 100% biodegradable and then we can put several of those in there what what is it five we put in there yeah and the filters five on our six. pre-roll we do five okay and the filters on our pre-rolls are biodegradable they are not like um you know horribly so yeah it's Whatever. just that's just something that we have like personal experience with. Yeah. Here, here are some tips: um, reuse packaging as much as possible if you can't. And there's all sorts of crafty bitches out there that can do things with those <laughs> cannabis jars. I know it, right? Right. Use it to organize the crap out of your house. Um, learn about your recycle program at your dispensary or whatever. Oftentimes, there's a box, or but you can ask, you know, and figure that out. You can also. Um, you can return your weed jars and canisters for reuse at the dispensary. That helps the business. Um, or maybe they have, like I said, that recycling program. Um, <clears throat> if this is something that you are you know, passionate about, there are different methods 
of consumption that are just less, I guess, wasteful than others. So like smoking a pre-roll or a joint that's gone at the end probably has like the least impact, right, on the environment. Um, Something like a proprietary single-use cartridge system might have the most waste. You know, you've got a battery that eventually is going to be disposed of some someplace yeah and then you've got these cartridges that have to keep getting purchased um you can't refill them and refilling them isn't necessarily a great thing you know that's how we kind of got into the whole vape scare thing so not scare but injury right (laughs) and death hey Um, i have a question really quick oh yes you know like when you buy a wax pen or any kind of like device where you can like just put concentrates in. you just put concentrates Mm -hmm. in it Oftentimes they come with this clear, like it's a cartridge and you can fill it with your own stuff, you know, and it's like a round cylindrical thing and it has like a metal rod that goes through the center and then it's glass and then it has a cap that fills yes. on top. It That is for if you want to make your own yes. MCT oil, right? Yes. Okay. So yes. you could do that, I Which guess. Which many people do. Really? Oh, yes. Remember, I mean, I've done it because I get sent a lot of like CBD vape juices and stuff but i just don't use it in my own life so i never really talk about it but a lot of the companies that i have um worked done work for uh carry that that juice e-juice yeah but it's just like cbd yeah you know it's it's not just a different thing um anyway hold on i'm gonna do the same thing so sorry i had to have a smoke break girl um, you might want to, so like I was saying, if you're really passionate about that, you might avoid those kind of like cartridge systems or pre-filled pens. Um, and if you don't have the ability to recycle them, or if that's a concern, um, if you do have the ability to recycle them, what's, you know, there you go. Um, off, opt for methods like homemade edibles, smoking flour, or having a single, high quality, long lasting dry or vaporizer as your main forms of consumption. Um, I'll talk more about what kind of vaporizers to think about. What else? Other tips, grow your own. I can't say that enough. As much as possible and embrace making your own medicine with your own edibles, with your own flour, with your own concentrates, which I'm telling David earlier today, you need to make me some concentrates. Sir. It's true, yeah. And I was like, well, that's exciting because we're going to do that in a long time. And we actually have some really great weed we can do that with now. Yes, there is no packaging to deal with that way. There are no pesticides. It's totally organic. You can make your own concentrates like us. You can use every part of the plant for something. You can use the leaves to do all sorts of things. You can make tea. You can wrap them in cigars. You can eat them. You can, I guess. You can juice them, I think. You you totally can. Um, You can use the leftover stems. I saw use your stems as as, uh, screens, which is nice. What? How? Well, like, you know, one of my tips for if you have a big hole and you don't have a screen is you just use a a nugget. It's the same thing. Just put like a stem kind of in there. Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. Build your own little screen there. Um, you can also make tea and stuff with like those or like you can make a tincture and stuff out of stems and things can't you or no? you can you need to use like ethanol and stuff but you totally can yeah so it is something where you can't it is totally possible to use every part of the plant absolutely sure. absolutely you can use leftover stems and leaves for mulch it says here yep. i think my husband wrote that i did write that and you can you can look that actually you can look up mulching like you know i don't know what other word to use for it but like recipes and you literally like 
when I harvest my, even my cannabis plants, you can take them out there and mulch them and throw them in the garden and they provide nutrients for your garden. Yeah. It's great to grow your own. I mean, there's so many benefits, but those are just like some. Um, on vaporizers. Oh, oh, I will say oh. this. I'm sorry. This is kind of dumb, but oh. the um, entire pumpkin patch that we have oh. right now, which yields zero pumpkins, but, you know, is an effect of pumpkin patch, is all made from leftover cocoa coir from my grows, my Dang. cannabis grows. All cannabis. All, I mean, sorry, cocoa coir. That's amazing. Yep. Okay, on vaporizers. I guess our dog is just going to eat in the background. That's and okay. That's hey, look, this is this that's we're real family. Sorry, he's got to eat sometime. <laughs> yeah, the dog has to eat, and he likes to eat when we're downstairs recording our podcast, <laughs> which is like the only time we're both down here. Okay, on vaporizers. Obviously, a vaporizer isn't zero waste. Eventually, it goes into a landfill. So you want to look for one that will last you a long time with parts maybe that you can access and like replace. Contact the vaporizer company. Check out their website for disposal of any device. It's in the user manual for like stores and pickle. If you have a crafty or whatever, it says contact this number for disposal. Really? So, yeah. Stores and pickle does? Yeah. So it's definitely a thing. Um so look into it. Remember that many battery batteries and vaporizers have things like built-in rechargeable lithium batteries and things. And those need to be discharged before disposal. You can't just throw that stuff. Or you're not supposed to just throw that stuff into the earth. Um, but vaporizers in general, I'm talking about dry herb vaporizers. If you can get, you know, one that you're you feel good about the company and how it's manufactured manufactured and stuff and then you can get it to last you a nice long time then you can save that vape already been vaped cannabis you know and use that for tinctures and edibles and all sorts of stuff so that you get a lot of longevity out of your product which is overall pretty nice so um other tips are obviously support environmentally friendly cannabis companies when you find them i recommend taking note of brands like um in your phone so that you don't forget because we're all stoners and we forget like because when I read this question, I was like, oh, I know I've reviewed so many CBD brands and, and have reviewed different ones that have very specific practices, you know, that they follow as far as like farming sustainability. And some people just do it more than others. And so it is helpful to know. Um, so definitely take notes and try to remember it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can always go to just everybody's website and see what it says there. You're looking for brands that, I don't know, provide recycling services uh, for exit bags, plastic containers, use biodegradable plastics or hemp plastics or natural fibers. Um, and use, you know, like organic practices. There you go. Brands that exist. There are a lot, but like uh, we looked, we looked at Santa packaging. Mm -hmm. There's sun grown packaging. I don't know if that's the same thing. This is that hemp plastic that we were looking at and mm -hmm. we got some samples for happy flower. Um, so sometimes you will buy like, I don't know, hemp pre-rolls from somebody and maybe it will show up in one of those Santa. Yeah. They're, they're hemp plastic. Yeah. Hemp plastic. It's like brown and 
looks like plastic. It looks like plastic, yep. I and have a Blazy Susan hemp tray, or hemp tray, a Blazy Susan tray, like a stoner tray. Yeah. Um, And it is made from hemp plastic. I use it literally every single day in my office. Um, So that's another brand. Legal, I have talked about legal here a lot on, and on the stonermom.com. It is the only certified clean green dispensary in our state of Colorado. They use their entire plant for their concentrates. Everything is organic. They are, like I said, the only like certified organic brand um, here. Not only are there there products certified green and organic, but they also offer discounts for recycling containers and they promote reusable products in their store. Uh, Hempwick is another great product. Oh my God, yes. It comes in every single, all sorts of different brands um, and different types. It is a great lighter alternative, basically. It extends the life of your lighters by only being you know, used once instead of for each hit, you, the, you're supposed to like wrap it around your lighter. And then every time you go to hit, you just like light your hemp wick and you keep that going. I always recommend having a candle and then you use that. Um, and then you're literally only lighting the candle. You know, the interesting thing about hemp wick. Hmm. So there's a, there's a specific machine that processes the stem of the hemp plant in order to make things like hemp paper or hemp wick or whatever. And it's incredibly expensive. Like it's millions of dollars. Right. But the interesting thing about this is they've been around forever. Like as long as denim has been mass produced, so is hemp. Okay. So those same machines do that shit. And Uh they like, we're talking decades old, you know what I mean? But you might pay $9 million for one, you know? Holy hell. I know, but the impact it has on our like environmental way of, you know, and sustainability is incredible. It's like a bargain for $9 million. Because you can create things from fabric to the hemp wick to any number of like things that we see. And we're, like right now we're looking for hemp baseball cats for Happy Flower. Right. It's just very interesting what you can do with hemp. I'm sorry. That's it's okay. No, I But I just I thought about that machine and I was like, I forgot about that because we actually worked with, um, remember the hemp lighter thing? Flickwick? Mm-hmm. That guy, I talked to him a long time and he was telling me like he bought one of these machines and like that's what that's. It's a big deal, but you supply hemp to every litter virtually of the United States. You know what I mean? Damn. They use it That's for wild. all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I say one more hemp sustainability thing? Sure, yeah. I read an interesting article the other day in Europe. Like, Europe is decades beyond us uh-huh. in, like, you know. A hundred percent. Using hemp for, like, eco-friendly stuff they make hemp concrete Uh they build fucking houses out of hemp Hemp concrete yeah and as you know hemp is like not hemp concrete is incredibly the machinery and shit they use to make concrete is incredibly devastating to the ecosystem but hempcrete is nothing like that so anyway that's it there you go let's hear it for europe use some hempcrete yeah from europe use (laughs) glass filters why do I have a receipt from Apple? Um, and glass screens, Marley and Natural. This company's accessories are made with glass and sustainably sourced black walnut wood. What yeah. do you think about that? That's cool. Um, investing in a nice glass piece that will last a long time is also a great choice for, you know, the eco-friendly stoner. There you go. Agreed. Those are our tips and tricks. For sustainability. <laughs> we really appreciate your question please you guys send in your letters to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com 
let us help you out. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, Happy Flower Company is now selling dry herb vaporizers. Yay, that's very exciting. As you know, dry herb vaping is one of the healthiest ways to consume hemp flower. Check out our vaporizer hemp bundles at happyflowercompany.com. <sighs> How are you doing? Do you need to get more stone for the next I thing? I definitely do. Why don't you use your thing? Okay, okay there you go. Okay, do let's this. do it. I'm going to do it too. This is stone conversation. This sounds like a little Wayne. Oh my um, gosh. You know? Yes. <laughs> he always says that. With a blade. Here, just he talk. always says that. You know what I mean? Yes. You, you always hear that. Young money. <laughs> okay, well, what are we talking about today, honey? Are you first of all are you stoned? Um, no, you just asked me that, and I'm I'm getting there. I do feel it's you know, when you drink at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not a true stoner. <laughs> That's good. I like it that you're not a true stoner. I have to pull you over to the dark side every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so it just confuses my... I just feel just... I can feel confused. I just feel confused That's all okay. the time. It's okay. <laughs> With this When podcast. I met you, you were a bit of a drinker. Oh, I was. You were a gin drinker. Like, whoa. And I was just a baby stoner. Baby stoner, but... But I did like me. She liked a tumbler full of gin here and there. All right. Anyway. Anyway, back to the. We're you didn't drink. That was me who drank the tumbler full of gin. Because you made me a drink. It was like, here you go. I was like, is it's this like, my I'm sorry I breathe fire right now. Okay. Anyway, what, what were you saying? Today we are supposed to be sharing our insights and tips for people that want to um, explore doing the type of thing that we do, which. First, I wrote cannabis influencing, and I just hate. And that made you want to throw up. Well, I'm not. Look, influencers are a thing, and that's they've always been a thing. It's there's just, nothing wrong with it. We use influencers. There, as long as we've had media, there's been people that yeah, it's an celebrities, amazing and people yeah. that influence in some way. Yeah. It's just that the term has been really darkened by a lot of fucking assholes. Look, man, <laughs> so. they all, remember how they wanted to know what Neil Armstrong wore, like what kind of shirts he wore, or whatever. Did they? I think so. Like, I think it was like all the way back like oh that. Gosh, I have to, hold on. I have to do this. Okay. She's going to take her, take some hits. I'm taking a hit from a student glass, which I got for free because I'm somewhat of an influencer That's... <laughs> or a content creator or just somebody who has like an online, whatever. I don't even know right. what you want to call it. Whatever. Okay. But an online per- person. Here's my thing. I've been paid to do this for like five years now. Yeah. We six have, years now well it's been around for six years but i was thinking yeah the first year there wasn't a lot there was no monetization yeah you're right so i have a monetized blog and i have a lot of experience working with many of the top cannabis brands especially in my state and though we do do this podcast for pleasure um the stonermom.com is a fully operational business that pays our bills it pays Absolutely. a lot of our bills it doesn't pay all of our bills not yet <laughs> but it pays a lot of our bills yeah so so that's our uh claim to fame as far as how we can talk about this and i like my little weird space that i've carved out for myself is that i don't have to be like some big instagram person right i have built this whole thing on a website right and that's my big belief so i guess today we're just supposed to stonedly talk about our our random tips 
Yeah, tips and experiential tricks. Yeah, so if this is something that you're into, if you have an Instagram account and, you know, you would love to get products from cannabis companies and to put them on your whatever and to cultivate an audience of you know people that you like and they like and we know people we know people who do that i mean that's kind of what i do except Mm -hmm. i'm just like the most antisocial person ever so (laughs) but but yes that is like the world that i'm in yeah so if that's something that you're into that's what we're going to be talking about so the first thing in my notes is about cannabis cannabis brands and them being notorious for not wanting to pay influencers or content creators, as well as maybe stealing content from content creators yeah. or trying to pay for content um, with product. And my tip for you is understanding that you can't pay bills with a nice bong. No, it just doesn't happen. So at some point, um, you want to like pay attention to the brands that here that you know don't want to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Okay, the second thing so I mean you that was sort of supposed to be your opening for talking about the shit that yeah. you talk about. So just so everybody knows, like <laughs> yeah. when you work with the Stoner Mom, you're really going through me before you get to the Stoner Mom. And my job yes. is to filter all the different options. Present them to the center with the best possible option to you that I think that you would be interested in so you can like talk about it or not talk about it, you know, Um, and and oftentimes there has been times when you're like, no, I don't want to. That one doesn't sound good. I don't think it's a good fit. So it's not just about like how much money can we make? And like, you know, it's, Oh yeah. We're definitely looking for the right information. Oh yes. And so there's another tip. If you recommend everything, if you take every deal, obvi- the, the sad part is that your audience will see through that shit. Right. And they will be You're like, well, dummies. you recommend everything. You're not being, you know, authentic sort of, or, or truthful. Yeah. And it is difficult to be critical to, certain you know things that you're given or you're paid to use or whatever and that's why it's really important to use the product and make sure and say yes and accept money for things that you feel good about standing behind it's it's really important like for instance if if we wanted to (laughs) the stoner mom gets offered on a weekly basis non-cannabis products constantly like children's books mattresses um all the time you know sports drinks uh you know name it you know it's like vitamins and you know so many weird things and it's just like we would never talk about that on the stonermom.com you know we literally have to communicate that to these people so yeah so it's just like know your audience i guess right Yes, I have more about that. But let me get to my second bullet point because I think it's honestly the most important. It's my first number one tip, and that is to have your own website. And I know we all want to start on Instagram. It's very easy that way. Um, But I truly honestly believe that no cannabis person, (laughs) whatever you want to call yourself, should rely on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, OnlyFans to forever host your cannabis related content. It's not safe for your content long term. I do believe in using all of whatever platform you want to use for as long as you can. But you have to know that in any point, these companies, these huge corporations that take millions of dollars from advertisers have the right to 
purge all of your shit at any t- time. Um, there are, I watch a lot of YouTube and there are <laughs> people that like just normal YouTubers that have built an audience. And then one day they're like, YouTube is hacked and it's forever hacked and they can never get it back. And we're talking like over a year of trying to contact and get through to YouTube. And you're a person that had like over a hundred thousand subscribers. You're not like nobody, but it's just, that's the danger in putting all of your eggs in one basket when it comes to your content. So as much as possible, you want to send people to your own safe place, whatever it is. If it's the most bare bones, basic website, that's totally fine. It doesn't have to be a blog. It doesn't have to have all, all sorts of stuff, but it has your information on it yeah. so that, you know, you have your own space, digital space there. And at any point you can use that. It's got your name on it, your, you know, cannabis name, whatever it is. Um and there you go. That's yeah. I, I've I man. Stro- and if you can get a fucking server and put it in your basement and host it on a server in your own house, do that. Yes. Like <laughs> yeah. as someone who has gotten their YouTube channel completely deleted, I was so thankful that all of those videos already lived on the stonermom.com, right. which you know, and that's an advantage that I had that other people who got their same, you know, or much bigger platform on YouTube taken away didn't have. And you have to kind of scramble to get it put together. Just start the way you mean to go. Start with your own space. I cannot stress it enough. I'm going to smoke more weed. Do it. One thing I want to wait. I don't, what's the next subject? What's the next one? Okay. The next bullet is know your worth. Okay. Good. Yes. Okay. That's talking. That's about talking for free or working for free. Yes. Which sometimes, or for product. Sometimes you do do that. A thousand percent. Sometimes yeah. you do that. If you come across a product that is like amazing, but let's say it's a new company and they're just barely out there, but you think it's innovative and amazing, you really believe in it and you want to help them. Yeah, they don't have marketing dollars, so what you have to do is you have to get their product for. That's your product, but you get, you're one of the first people to talk about it. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, this is a separate thing that's kind of off topic, but this isn't one of my bullet points. But you have to also know that getting into the cannabis industry in any way impacts how you get paid. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Which like you don't think about that, but it really does because all of these big cannabis, even the biggest cannabis brands have difficulty banking okay like where their money is seized and it's held for months on end and they can't pay their employees i mean all sorts of stuff can happen so just being educated on that kind of stuff and understanding that this is not a traditional financial space yeah at all it's become very like we've had like when we are paid we're paid through a third-party service through another third-party service like we do we create invoices and get paid that way but then it's not uncommon for like, even if we're buying and selling goods in the space, you have to use like things like Venmo and Zelle and the cash app to like send invoices, you know? Exactly. And a lot of the brands that you're working with, you know, we're all in the same playing field as far as not having stable banking banking. Yeah. It's rough. So yeah, you can see, we've seen like there's been times when our banking on our website has just been completely shut off. Shut off. We've had to fix it over a week period. Yeah, it's not it's fun. Like, I guess we're not going to make any money, yeah. you know? And so anyway, that's something to know about. 
Um, but back to knowing your worth, you will absolutely be tempted to work for free or for product, especially in the beginning. This can be a great way to begin relationships with brands. Um, but always you want to start those relationships with brands that you know that they recognize that they should be paying you. Yes. They just can't. Okay. Right, right. Because there are plenty of big brands that can act really predatory yeah. towards content creators. And I'm not about that because I'm about the artists. All right. right? And this shit isn't for free. You know, you want the talent, you have to pay for it. You don't, you want the audience, which is sacred. You have to pay for it. You, you know? do, you know, yeah. So, and they're looking for your audience. They specifically are reaching at you because you have a niche yes. that they don't access. Yes. So you have to, and so through this, it's like, you have to think of like how you're, you're going to protect and shield your audience from predatory brands that might want to really tempt you with stuff. Um, but it, it, at the same time, there's nothing wrong with like doing deals and doing free work. If you know, it's going to be beneficial for you and beneficial for a brand that, or a company, a small company or whatever that, you know, you believe in or whatever. And I've done that plenty of times. That's how, remember when I got my volcano? Oh my God. That was, was the like, goal. I wanted that thing so bad. And I was like, absolutely. Just give it to me. <laughs> that was, to... that was dank geek, I believe. Wasn't it? No, it was vape world. Was it vape world? I think, it, I think you're it, right. Yeah. Vape... No, you're right. You're right. Website. Both of them equally cool. Thank you. Old schoolers. Love it so much. All right. Um, you did, we did want to talk about going back to, you know, maybe brands that didn't want to pay, yeah, so this is like knowing <laughs> the worth part that you were talking about. Knowing your worth. Oftentimes, yeah. you will be told, approached with affiliate deals. Yes. Like, I cannot tell you on a daily basis, we are inundated, over inundated with offers from companies of every sort for affiliate relationships. And there's nothing wrong with affiliate relationships. But I say this is in lieu of yeah, payments. This is in lieu of payments. So they're, for they're context. reaching out and they're saying, Hey, we see you have this amazing site and Oh my gosh, you target this audience that we love so much. We would love to give you our free CBD tinctures, $130 value in exchange for like a review. And it's like, well, guess what? The time and effort that we spend creating that review or editing videos is worth far more than $130. So you have to understand how much your time is worth. And you have to understand that these people are approaching you because they want access to your viewers. And if they were to go and put, say, a static web banner on some website somewhere that receives a lot of traffic, they're going to play upwards from the area of $500 to $1,000 for 30 days of a web banner on a page that then goes away. That's right. 30 days. So you approach someone like us and you're offering affiliate sales for, you know, in exchange for access to many, 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 many people. It's just not, it's disproportionate because uh, on a site, like a blog site, that information will stay there indefinitely right. until the hosting service goes away or whatever. But, um, so it's, it's understanding that. So like in marketing dollars, that's the world that they live in. And you have to understand that before you start accepting deals for affiliate relationships. Also affiliate relationships work best on sites that are nothing but web banners. Um, you know, that people visit and you can like hold a spot for advertising on a site where you're a blog site where you're talking about products and services or whatever you're not it just doesn't make any sense to, right it's to have just in that one post that is like yeah eventually not at the top 
Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, like a web banner. So yeah. it, it is different, honestly, for like Instagram influencers, especially not in the cannabis field. Right. That's the other thing about um, the importance of having your own space. Like when you see people like influencers, beauty influencers and stuff on, on Instagram, making a lot of money and working with a lot of different brands, that's just not always feasible when you're in the cannabis space it's, yeah. because of all of that banking stuff, it's a different world. So you don't have like, like to know it or like swipe up. So you have different, it's just different. It is different. So yeah. Learning all of that stuff and knowing that, that you can definitely model a lot of things off of like mainstream influencing, but not everything. You're right. You know, you bring it, that's an interesting point you just brought because if we, if cannabis was accepted, like as a, actual product that you can buy you know with no banking restrictions it'd be like we'd be working with png or something you know what i mean like yeah it's it's interesting so if that ever happened that would be good well there's other <laughs> things there's like there's like instagram has all sorts of like built-in shopping things so yeah. people who really influence on instagram have like shop sites built into their instagram yeah. so you like tap and you can click to the place and like that doesn't work for you no you don't yet. get that that's advertising and, and remember instagram is facebook anyway uh what knowing your worth um what did i say be wary of brands that don't want to pay you or you can clearly see that your audience is something you know that they want and they're not there to like establish some long-term thing with you so much. You want to forge those long-term relationships. And that only happens when everyone is getting what they want and they want your content. You want their money. Yeah. So don't start doing things you would never do. Niche <laughs> down as much as possible. And then, yes, we will talk about holding on to those values. Do you believe in niching down? I used to. Well, I, I do. Now no. I'm kind of more about like well, but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you in a certain aspect, but you know who you are and you know who you, who listens to you, you know? Yeah. So it helps you to kind of focus, especially in the beginning, on creating content that is authentic. It helps you sort of brainstorm what those first things that you're really going to talk about for however long are. So I am one stoner mom out of many. There are so many different reasons people choose to consume, you know, content or my content, like my personality or my, my voice or my trustworthiness or, you know, my unique sense of humor might resonate with somebody or, or things like that. There's reasons why people choose other things. So it's like, while you niche down as much as possible into who you are, I feel like that really helps you establish relationships and like determine how you're going to communicate long-term with your audience. Do you, does, does that make sense? Yeah, to that me it does. Okay, holding on to your values and your core brand. I often get brands that want me to talk about yoga, working out, or like homemade edibles. And I suck at all of those things. I can't cook. I don't work out. I don't do yoga anymore. And I that's like a big thing with CBD and wellness is that, you know, you're a jacked up dude or whatever. I don't even understand. And I'm just like, What? That's not me. I can't talk about that stuff. And it, if I did talk about working out in like a sponsored post, what would happen? It Do, would look. It would look silly because I mean, like, I don't know. You don't ever talk about working out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I literally don't work out. So 
It's important to not sacrifice your audience's trust in you by stepping outside of who you are and what those values are. And I try to see everything through a lens of like, uh, if I myself was watching, because that's, I figure my audience likes me. Yeah. So they like what I like. Right. And if I don't like a person talking about working out when it's clear that they don't work out and they've never worked out in the six years that they've sat here talking about smoking weed that I would be like, what's going on? Unless well, I was like, you guys, I'm going through a transformation. And that's fine. Yeah. And I mean, you know, but that's the thing that always gets me, honey, is like when people reach out to you through me, we've already established I'm a stoner mom, sort of and a, and a certain part of David is the stoner mom for a, for a bit of it. Um, if you want to work with the stoner mom, you got to go through. You're the, working with David, right? Which is funny because people have said that before. They really think I'm gonna. It's but it's not me. No, because I'm extremely antisocial. Right. And so if a brand wants me to like, remember when that one thing wanted me to like go to that fashion show during yes. coronavirus? Yeah. And just were like, oh my god, and I'm like, what the hell? What? <laughs> Why would I do that? Right. When do I talk about right. current fashion? But that, that's the thing that that's the thing that's so upsetting and to watch out for is like when you have people reaching out to you like. It's clear they have not been to your website. It's clear they know absolutely nothing about you. And they're like, come on, you don't want to produce. You want to like push this nicotine vape juice with CBD. And it's like, what? You know, have you or like, why don't you talk about this uh, marathon, you know, training jet fuel that you have to ingest? It's like, I don't do any. Have you been to the site at all? Another thing with the brand not knowing who I am is when they make Instagram demands on me. Yes. And it's like, you have to be like, do you not look at her Instagram? She literally does not post. Right. Like, I don't post. Sometimes I post for Happy Flower, which is my own brand. Right. I post giveaways because I want you guys to enter those giveaways and have a chance at those yeah, prizes. Yeah, you win some good stuff. <laughs> but, like, I literally have, like, Instagram, like, fear and, like, yeah. anxiety. I don't like going on there. So when a brand really wants that be, to be a heavy thing, I just can't work with them. Because think of, like, how that's going to make me... Ugh, feel like yeah. it would just give me too much anxiety it would be and... wrong and weird too yeah. to watch you know what i mean so it's just i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think it's like fine you have it for whatever reason but that's not your thing man there are brands out there yes. that will value you for what you do whatever it is and that's what i've done you just have to start so yeah. my strength and power as the star mom is my longevity on the internet on my own website right yeah. and and that's that's good. You just want to like figure out what your thing is. And, you know, there's going to be a brand that appreciates that aspect, whether it's your huge Instagram following or your super authentic and very engaged, smaller Instagram following. Right. You know, those are the types of people that we look for as happy. Fun. Oh, my God. Yes. You, you know, know. Yeah. We're getting into the time as a brand there where we're like working with different influencers. And there's people that we've worked with because we have established relationships with them through the stoner mom and stuff. Right. But now we're like looking into people that we don't have established relationships right. with. And. And that means something too. As a brand, you have a little bit of res- you have a lot of responsibility there, to you know, kind of look into who you want to represent. Represent you. your brand. And there's been a lot of times through Your Happy Flower when it's like, whoa, I don't know if that was the right thing, you know. And 
oh, well, that didn't work, you know? I mean, and, you know, you really start to think about, well, who are you? Yes, this person might be interesting because they reach, like, mm-hmm. 900,000 um, people or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's the wrong people, you know what I mean? So Hempflower specifically. Yeah. It's like there's no, the people that smoke Hempflower are a very select type of person. Right. It's not often, like, cannabis young enthusiasts that are super online and definitely have money it's a different sort of person right um so we have to really like find those types of people smaller people stoner mom type people yeah that have you know an authentic audience of people that like that type of thing anyway i don't know what i'm even talking about yeah um but i love you guys whatever my last thing is to remember that an audience of any size is a privilege Yes. Um, and I remind myself that a lot as a, an introvert. <laughs> and there are a lot of introverts that think it's impossible to do this sort of work. And I am proof that that's just not true. You can find a way and you can stay true to who you are and stay in your own comfort zone and still have money coming in. Yes. You just have to, you know. Figure it out. Yeah. Be true to who you are. And yeah, that audience, remembering that that audience is something to protect, that it's a privilege um, and that real people follow you. They're not just numbers. Um, So if you mess up publicly, there's a real people that will notice. (laughs) Yeah, we're living in an amazing time where we can communicate with everyone. And you just got to find just like in real life, the people that you like to hang out with. There you go. I think. Those are our, do you have anything to add to that? Those are our insights and tips for people. I don't. I mean, like, I will say that, uh, you know, we were talking about in our pre-roll show, like our dream careers that we would have outside of what we do now. And I think it's just like, well, I feel like we're very fortunate because I have all the things that I I mean, like I, the way that I live now is like, I'm blown away how happy you mean I like am. being at home? Or? Yeah, I mean, I'm being at home. I mean, like, I get to work with my best friend in the whole world. I mean, like, I have get to be around my children. Um, 90% of what we do is based on this computer right here, <laughs> you know, yeah. that's recording this podcast. So, it's I mean. It's totally possible. It is possible. And we're so fortunate and so lucky. And I'm very grateful and thankful every single day. Okay? I just want to say that. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, audience, and thank you, husband. Yes, we love everyone and everything. (laughs) We've been having this podcast for a long time, many years now. We have. We love you guys. We do. And thank you for being listeners. Jesus, wow. I know. I thought we had thought when we sat down to make this episode that we had (laughs) a previous episode where we talked all about our business. And I was like, well, I know we have a podcast episode where we talked all about our business. And we don't. Like, (laughs) it doesn't exist. So Mm -mm. I don't know if it's a video. I I do have, I I have a video somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it's in there in the Stoner Mom somewhere. I mean, that's the interesting thing about the Stoner Mom site. It is vast. I mean, like, believe me, people, we have two media servers that we have now because we have so much stuff. It's nuts. It's an insanity. And now one of them, we don't even post new stuff on. And it's still like your bandwidth is exceeding at the end of the month. Like, I still get those warning messages. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Having go check it out. You guys hosting video. Just laughing. Hosting video, like my videos for as many years as I have on a website like I have, a fucking WordPress blog, 
is crazy and it costs money. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's not real cheap. Real money. I'm not talking about no little bill. Like right. Monthly bill. Like a big ass bill. Like yeah. why? Ugh, so hard. that's something that is, is unique to the summer. That's world, right. It's my big ass. Well, it's not so big anymore, but it used to be super big. What? My video bill. My video oh, hosting Oh my bill. God. Because we were on the wrong hosting service and we were like listening to a... <laughs> <laughs> who uh, remain nameless like influencer was like go check and at the time they were they were who like was the, it? it was pat flynn and he was like <laughs> go get wistia wistia is what i use all the time and in the beginning it was like oh this is awesome not for, my, not for stoner mom and then a year later it was like a 175 dollar bill and it's like what no, you know it was like 400 you're right it was 400 dollars at one point huge. and it was like there's got to be another alternative and i instantly and found another one calling them and being like yeah. i'm not what the fuck i'm not paying like, right. And plus, like, here's the other problem. You couldn't pay them because they were like an they were like an international based business. Right. And when we would try to pay them automatically, our bank would like raise a red flag and go, this is an international thing that is like not secure. So even paying them, I had to like write them a check and mail it to them in I Europe or some that. shit. Anyway, Sprout now. And Sprout, I got to say yeah. the other day, I just randomly looked at Sprout yeah. on Instagram and they had like some small amount of Instagram followers. Really? And I was like, oh my God, we depend on Sprout. Sprout's amazing and it's inexpensive and it works like it's bulletproof. It man. works great. Very affordable. Thank you, SproutOnline.com or something, not Sprout Online. That's like <laughs> PBS or something, but it's. <laughs> it, <laughs> I hated that shit. It was like a Sprout thing. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, that's it. Sorry, we kept talking standardly. It's okay. It's fun to talk. That's what the whole point of this segment is. You guys, is. if you ever have questions about this kind of stuff, send them in to momandadderstound at gmail.com. We love to pull. We need some new ones, man. Come on. This kind of stuff. Because it's our work. So we yeah. get all like. It's fun. We have a lot of set to say. Um, and that is it. That's it. Adios. Oh, I see you're getting high. Tell I'm me. I'm getting high on my own supply. Oh, dang. Okay, so um, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Okay. So a lot of activities going on. Um, I have I have in one tent. Oh, my God, that burned my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. In one tent, I have our hemp pheno hunt consisting of six golden cherry seeds. There were seven, but one of them I didn't like, so I killed it. It just was the runt. So I'm, I popped seven seeds, and I'm what I'm doing is I've grown them up in 100% veg, and I've taken clones from every plant. I took two clones, put them in a cloner, which is basically a tra- There's a video coming out on what's going on in Dave's Grow any day now, and uh, you can watch it. So they're in a humidity dome in Rockwell Cubes in a tray above nutrient water, and man, I put those in the veg tent with the mama plants and they all rooted. They all were like super rooted. And um, so I took all those clones, took them to Black Dog, gave them to Kevin, the friend, friender, who is our genius plant man. Are you allowed to say that? Sure. Um, and 
actually they're on Wednesday, the yeah. day that this podcast comes out. <laughs> yes. If you go to blackdogled.com, they have, you can sign up. It's free. So I guess I got to get this up in the morning on Wednesday so you can do it because it goes live at noon oh. mountain time. Uh-oh. It's a Q and a from the R and D grow, which is the, which is the happy flower grow. Oh my so you can like ask questions. I don't even think I should be promoting this, I guess. But, you know, you can ask questions about lighting or plants or anything you want. Wow. And you're going to get to have a little tour of the, the little grow room. So anyway, um, I'm going to give them to him and he's going to hold on to them until I grow up my six plants and go, you're the one that's um, produced the most and the best buds. And then I'm going to email Kevin and say it was number four. And then he'll take the number four clone and he'll make it a mother plant. And then that will be our happy flower source of golden cherry, which is the most beloved strain. So the people I got it from is a farm and they just have feminized seeds galore. So we sold it on a happy flower company and it was good, but I'm going to make it better. And it's going to be even better than before. So anyway, that's what's going on there. And then I also bought a rapid rooter cloning machine, which you saw the other day, Catherine. So it's a cool reservoir. Oh, yes, it's like a reservoir. It's like a black plastic yes. kind of like rectangular shaped bowl that stands up about like five inches. And then it has a tray that goes on top of the in the reservoir sits a pump that has a, a attachment that shoots water in every direction. Right. So above that sits a tray with these like foam sleeves. So you take your clone, you cut it off the plant. You put rooting gel on it, you stick it in the sleeve, you stick it in the hole, and underneath nutrient water just constantly shoots on the bottom of these stems of these plants. So what happens is, is in about a week, those stems start growing roots, and then it rapidly clones stuff. So I also took clones from all the cherry, golden cherry plants, and I have them in my rapid rooter. So anyway, I'm able to make mass produce clones now, and I'm very proud of that. So I don't know. I'm thinking about selling clones, him clones. <gasps> Dang. We'll see. So that's what's going on in half of my grow. Wow. The other half of my grow in my other tent, my with my Phytomax 2 1000 light, which is I'm only dealing with the super powerful black dog lights now. These are like commercial grade lights that you would have in a commercial grow. And the plants get huge. It's like you start dealing with humongous fucking plants. And even in the hemp grow, I was just talking about the clones, the, the stems, the main stems were like fucking real ass plants and they're clones. It's like these look like they're on steroids or something in unnatural. So anyway, the my cannabis grow, which has two gelatos um, one think fast, one night queen, and then Maui Wowie is in the middle. And um, those are all... Oh, no, there's more than that. I don't know, man. Anyway, there's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing a lot of cool plants. So um, those are all like in flower and they have bud sites now. And they've gotten so huge and tall, I've had to put up a second scrog net, which oh I've never gosh. done. What? So here's the deal. I have not seen this. I know. And you got to look at it maybe. But I was turned on to this method by a co-worker at, at black dog and there are these nets you can buy on amazon and they they're like grids they're almost like really tiny bungee cords and they have hooks on all four corners and you hook those on the corners of your grow tent and then you can instantly throw up a scrog net 
So I got those and that's what I'm using and they're fucking cool. The only problem is you can't cut through the scrognet because it's not a trellis like you normally would. So you have to like really work your plants out, but I don't care. I can do that easily. So anyway, I have all this wondrous cannabis shit growing and it's doing well. And uh, it's week five or six or something. I don't know. We're getting close. Are they monstrous? They're pretty good looking. I'll show. I mean, the, the you can see like they're new buds. So they have all the pistols all over them, but they're starting to fill up down the cola. You know, the mini colas. It's going to be a lot. And um, so that's it. I mean, I got those clones and shit. And um, we had a frost last week. We had a snow fucking snow outside two days in a row or something so i had to like i trash bagged my rose bushes and i just picked all the tomatoes i could and i just said fuck it and they all survived and they were like frost the same that wasn't a frost my everything looks amazing everything's not dead and um and now it's warm again yeah i moved all the outdoor plants inside and gave them permanent winter homes and yeah but that's okay i mean i could have just set them inside for a day and then put them right back out shoot should we put them back out i don't think so because i've already debugged them i mean like i've already sprayed them down with all kinds of shit so they wouldn't get bugs and bring bugs into our home i've done it three times now so if they go outside i have to do all that shit again and i don't want to do that Hmm. right I don't know. I say let him out. Plant man. I think this is the the how they acclimate. To There's indoors. a giant palm behind him and a hibiscus oh my God. as he speaks. By yeah. the way, so the, no, that's a plumeria. Oh, I mean, and, and this is like a hotel room. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's kind of nice down here. Well, I don't know. I don't mind it. We can put it upstairs if you want. So oh, anyway, yeah, it is nice there. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it. Well, there. it improves. Yeah. Kind of a freaky space yeah it is weird but i think the plan helps <laughs> okay well that's it babe i don't have nothing else to say other than i can't grow i can grow a pumpkin patch with no pumpkins in it if anybody's interested no pumpkins for us just one and it died we don't, we don't deserve pumpkins yeah why i water it i cared for it anyway who cares that's what's going on dude girl bye oh wait one thing i want to say after i'm about to release a video but then then the video after this, there's going to be a giveaway. Okay. Okay. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. I suck at posting. Got it. Okay. But I'm going to do this. Okay. All right. That's it. Love it. Bye. You made it to the end of the show. Big thanks to all of you who make it this far. Man, you did it. it Congratulations. This is where we ask you to support the show in one of several ways. First of all, tell your family about us right now. And yeah. recommend the show when you can. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also leave us a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. But some people say that they can't leave podcast reviews. Really? Other things. We love to read reviews on the show when we get them. So if you'd like to hear your review, shout it out. Leave us one. And we have a new one that is so sweet and amazing. Well, let's hear it. I love you guys. Lady. Hey, mom and dad. Since I cannot leave a review on Spotify. See? See? Ah, see? Like, why? Can't they leave a... 
I don't know, man. Why is that happening? It's some proprietary thing. Oh, God. I don't know. I really I'll use that word it. a lot today. All right. Here it's I am. proprietary. Well, thank you. I have been binge listening to you guys since episode one. I'm currently in 2018. LOL. The chemistry you two have is so amazing. And I just love you two together. And OMG, I have to say, Catherine, you are my spirit animal. Definitely one of my layers is this donor mom. Thank you for always being honest and true to yourself. Not many people are that way anymore. And I effing appreciate it lol love you guys thank you so much for that wonderful awesome review and all of those complimentary things that you said about me we share a soul (laughs) (laughs) but that's what i'm talking about as far as like people will like you for who you are and they'll be like oh well i feel i'm like that too and i like those things also and that's i mean i feel that way about all sorts of people yeah and i'm one of those celebrity people that i like celebrities and i want to know that like things about them sometimes i know right anyway it's normal i don't even want to know what i'm talking about because i'm high i guess at okay. the end of the show sure other ways to support the show are to check out the stonermom.com that site has been up for the last six years and it is our online home 16 learn, years where you can learn more about us and canvas with articles photos and a lot of videos lastly we encourage you to check out happy flower company that is our family owned online hemp store there, you can legally purchase CBD and terpene-rich smokable hemp buds. It is our pride and joy, and we are so happy when listeners of the show become customers. Please use code MADAZ15 for 15% off your purchase. That's M-A-D-A-S-1-5. Email us if that doesn't work but it should. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Mom and Dad are Stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Wait, did you want to say anything about what we're going to do now? No. Um, we usually talk about... What well, we're going to go get Vietnamese cafe food. I, think. <gasps> I forgot about that. Remember? I'm so excited. You're so hungry. I'm so hungry, but I also... I'm kind of hungry, too. feel good on my current regimen of coffee. Not eating. I wonder um, what I'm going to get from there. Oh, man. Well, I hope you can find something good and healthy and yummy and good for the environment. Vietnamese cafe is not good for the environment because they have styrofoam yeah. things. There's places where you like, you bring your own stuff. Like this is my takeout like glass container from the grocery store. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the ones we have. Like why not? That's cool. They should do that. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm talking about that. Or maybe you know what? I, here's what when we open our own Vietnamese restaurant. We're going to have a glass Pyrex dish that's resealable and we're like, hey, buy these and bring them in every time and we'll fill up your food for you. Is it sandblasted with yeah. our restaurant? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. anyway. Um, that's an easy way to make great money. Like, oh. hey, you're the Indian meal. By the way, do you ever, are you fans of takeout? You are? Well, guess what? We have this thing. It's like these little Pyrex jars with our name on them. And if you just buy them one time, when you do your takeout, you bring them in and we fill the food up in there. I mean, you have to buy the food, but you get a 10% discount or something. And then right? you have to wait for the food. Yeah. But you're saving the environment and you're not being a dipshit. Yeah. It's part so of- that's pretty cool. All right. Well, there you go. That's a free idea. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Mom and Dad are Stone is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at... Nobody's posted on there in a long time. Mom, the letter N. You're the Twitter person, not me. I know, but I thought you were going to help me. Mom and dad you have to write are it down stoned. For me. Follow David <laughs> on Instagram at What's Going On in Dave's Girl. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 
the Stoner Mom. Follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram. Does Twitter, does Happy Flower ever post on Twitter? Repost from Instagram. <laughs> at Happy Flower Hemp. We'll and follow Bretman Rock at. <laughs> oh my God. We'll be back again soon. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Every day. Bye. Bye. Bye.